Hi, I'm Renee Philpott, and this is Selling with Charm. After over 26 years in sales, there's one thing I have learned. Sales is fun. Join me as I help you simplify your sales process, and together we will reach your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let's get started. Today, you will hear from Laura. Laura was one of the first members to join my monthly sales coaching community. Laura lives in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. She spends her days helping the tourism business as an enthusiastic local and sales executive at Official Guides of Savannah. In this coaching call, we will cover tourism post-COVID, timing prospecting, showing value, and standing out. Take a listen. We appreciate your patience with us this week as we interviewed Laura, and it is a wonderful episode. Laura always has such great questions and content, but for some reason this week the audio is not as good as it usually is, but the content again was so good and it's hard to recreate that, that we wanted to share it with you. So it is um, not the same quality as we usually do with audio, but we do appreciate your patience and think you will love this episode as much as we do. Welcome to the podcast. Can you share a little bit about yourself? I sure can. Good morning to you too. Um, I am Laura Simpson and I'm coming to you from Savannah, Georgia, um, where it is lovely right now with the azaleas blooming. So, But we also have our pollen allergies, so you have to forgive me if I cough a little bit. Um, I work for a company called Fisher Guides of Savannah and we are Savannah's daily distributor of hospitality and tourism industry printed material, meaning brochures and hotels, basically. Um, I grew up in Savannah, moved back here about 13 years ago to raise my daughter here and my whole family. So I'm happy to be on your podcast. Thank you for having me. Oh, I love that so much. Thank you for sharing. So one of my favorite things about um, where you are and how you get to work is that you live in a place all of us love to visit, but you know everything about it. Like you, you have to me the perfect scenario. You are on um, in on the water in a beautiful place, and you know everybody. Is that right? It is, and I love being back here. Um, you know, I moved away for several years. I lived in Chicago and then in Atlanta, um, and then we came back here. And it is such a blessing. So many of my friends that I grew up with are back here with their families, raising their kids, their parents are still here. Um, I have a little part-time fun job where I work at a produce stand, and I get to see everybody comes in, my friends' parents, my friends, when my friends are in town. I love it. And I, I was lucky when I was growing up, we had a teacher named Sarah Parsons who used to march us around the historic district and teach us about the squares and the buildings. And it really made me appreciate that I lived somewhere special. Um, and I'm excited to be back here with my family, too. But you're right. I love it. It's great. Well, I love it so much because, you know, one of the things about going on vacation to these beautiful places for me is I get homesick. But you get to be in a beautiful place and not be homesick. So You're right. That's correct. <laughs> so that's pretty awesome. Okay. So 
Um, you, you have been part of my community. You, from the very beginning, you were in the beta group, and now you have been there for the last few months, and we are just continuing to learn and grow together, and it has been great fun to have you uh, in the community, and you always have great questions and great follow-ups, and so today we're just going to be covering a couple of more things that's come up for you. All right, so um, tell me one of the first things that you asked was, about talking with people that you had visited before the pandemic because you know for the last year the pandemic always comes up when we're talking about anything with business or anything in life really but share a little bit about what your thoughts are and what you're looking for so prior to the pandemic so savannah is a is very very um it's a big tourism town and so especially if you're a business in the historic district you know that from march you know probably until about october you're going to be slammed with business and you, you don't need to do additional advertising. So prior to the pandemic, when we would talk to these companies about advertising with us, they would say, you know, I, I don't need to. There's a line out the door. Then the pandemic hit and, you know, and, and tourism shut down. I mean, let's face it, hotels closed, restaurants closed, activities closed, museums closed. Um, and now, you know, they're opening back up, and I feel like they're having to, first of all, budgets, you know, everybody's budgets are slashed, but they're going to have to be a little bit more creative because there's less people coming to town. Um, there are, they can only accommodate a certain amount of people, so they have to limit the amount of people that come into their business. So they're going to need to advertise and be creative, and I want to be able to talk to them, and I want to do it in a way. That isn't, I don't want to be insulting, but I want to show how we can serve them, that we provide a service that may help them recover a little quicker. Okay, that is great. So what you just shared with me, you need to share with them in a way that, because you already know everything you need to tell them. Okay. Okay, but let's talk about how you do that. Okay. Okay, so. You're right. Businesses are all having to rethink where our customers going to come from. And it would be, I can't imagine what it would be like for people who never had a problem with it before. Right. You know, those people who had those lines. So you, have, you know that it is a challenge for them. So I think I would reach out to them and just say, I know things have changed in the last year. It has for everybody. I have a couple of ideas for you that I think I may, that I think may help. And then because you have just um, a great amount of knowledge and statistics to share with your potential clients. So when you're reaching out, kind of and ask some questions. So tell me what's changed or what have you um, felt is the biggest challenge for you and let them share with you what they see you know we can see that maybe it's because nobody's lined out the door but they may have a different perspective even it may be um we don't we don't want them lined at the door because they'd be too close or that that would give us a new challenge or whatever i'm just giving you some suggestions but when they start sharing with you just listen and then turn what they say into how you can help so instead of, you know, we all know what we think the problem might be 
and keep that in mind and ask some questions around that. But first say, can you share maybe what you see your biggest challenge right now? Right, you know, and I didn't think about it that way. And, and you can say um, all the business, I know every business has been affected. Uh, have, have you thought of some ways um, that you're looking to change? You know, just get them talking about what, what they see and then based on what they tell you, see if you can align what you're doing with what they tell you. I, I am certain you'll be able to. Because everybody wants those wants those lines again, wants the restaurants full. And you know you have a great way to do that. Right. So ask them to share with you what their challenges are. You're acknowledging you know that things have changed and you're just there to help. And if there's anything different, and you may say, I, I know we had spoke when things were a little different. We have some different offerings that I think I may have, that may be able to help, and then um, let them talk and listen, and then suggest whatever offering you think would best fit what they're looking to do. That's great. Thank you. Now, is there more on that that you'd like to talk through? No, I like I, my biggest concern was was the initial, you know getting to them and getting them to talk. But I think, no, and we do have, you know, we have definitely have changed some of our services so that we can serve more people. And so mm -hmm. I think that I have offerings that are, will be beneficial to them and also so I can, won't kill them budget wise. <laughs> and if you have um, talked to them in the past and you just came up and started, you know, re-engaging with them, they may assume your offerings are the very same that they've always been. Yeah. And so by opening up the conversation and saying, I know everybody's having to adjust, we have also made some new offerings to help with the adjustments. Those are just a couple of the phrases. You, of course, use what language is comfortable for you. But really what you want to do is to be there to listen and to ask some questions that gets them sharing with you what those challenges are so that you can present an answer for them. Well, I like the word adjustment. I like, I like that word. And yeah. so I'll, I'll be happy to use that. Okay. All right. Thanks. Good. All right. And um, what else you thought? Well, one thing now is that, you know, we've been working so hard on our funnel. And now I'm to the point in my funnel where I've, the people that I feel like I need to talk to um, are new. These are going to be you know, not people that I've been working on a relationship with over the past whatever months. And since we're in Savannah and we're getting into spring, I'm kind of targeting our beach area and the businesses out there. And a lot of them are, you know, kayaking, paddleboarding, um, golf cart rental, those type places. Um, and I know that they have, here's one thing I do know. I know that they already have brochures because they're in the visitor information center. So that's one thing. I know they already have them. So, but what I have to do is be, they're not sitting behind a desk waiting for somebody to come in and make a sales call off. I'm going to have to be able to get to them, get to the person and then quickly tell them what I'm talking about because they're going to be in between tours or rentals or helping customers, um, right then and there. 
I'm a little a little nervous about getting their attention and getting the information to them quickly. Okay. So I think one one thing you may think of is you may have to change the hours you would normally call on them. So you may go in the morning before tours start. You could also, if you cannot reach them by phone or in person, you could send them a little note. You know, I noticed you have some brochures and I have a couple of ideas for you for additional placements or however you would want to. And you could say, uh, you, you, could, you could acknowledge, I, I saw your brochures, some other places, and I have a few new ideas for you. Okay. Because you have some advantages. You take some, it's a little less work to do the brochures with you, right? Yes, absolutely. It, well, for one thing is that you know, they're in the visitor centers, but they're not in the hotels. So the only way they, they can be displayed and interact in the hotels is to be an hour away. Um, and also, with us distributing them, they can actually do their business. They don't have to worry about, because we're in the hotels every day. You know, every one of our racks gets seen at least once a week. So we make sure that they're plentiful, and we manage our inventory, too. So it takes a lot out off of their plate so they can actually do their real job. That's, that, see, that's perfect, because we know they're going to be getting busier. So that time is going to be even more important to them. So you can use that when you're reaching out. I know this is your busiest season. And I have a couple of ways I'd like to talk with you about how we can save you time and get better results. And I think that that time is a big deal that sometimes we even overlook that when we're talking to people. We say, you know, you display, you know, they'll be displayed and we'll manage them. But for them to pay somebody on their staff or for them to do it, I mean, that could be a full-time job, just restocking or, or reaching, taking them to hotels, and then they're not going to be displayed. Yes. And almost every business that you see that is, is still open needs additional manpower, additional labor hours. And so you're really able to get them better results with less effort on their part. If you can keep your experienced employees doing the thing that's making you money right. and then free up their time instead of hiring a new employee that you're having to retrain and do all of that. Um, so, you know, especially until things get going back full strength like they had been before, any way that you can save time and money and get more people in the door is all good. Yeah. So, um, you know, think about different times that you can reach out to them when might be the the best hours for them um maybe drop by you don't have to mail even the things you can drop it by like a postcard or whatever and then um go in from the time the time saving angle i think that's that's huge all right what else you got um so Another side of our business is um, is getting the racks into. Um, we're in a, you know almost 200 locations, but there are a lot of new properties in Savannah, especially in the historic district, and we want to expand our footprint and get into those hotels. And our racks are really nice. 
like they have they have furniture quality and we keep them clean and we keep them stocked and all that. But there are some places that they just say no brochure racks. And um I need to be able to continue the conversation with them to get them before they shut me down immediately. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I can explain how we do it, how we okay. manage it and it's professional. And you know, we have the person that goes in and does it as a, a grown up in a uniform. And do you know what I mean? It's not like a high school kid just stuffing virtually in a rack. Yeah, I love that. So you have really thought ahead. Um, and you have their image in mind from start to finish. So some of the wording you could use is, um, I'd love to talk with you a little bit about what we do and why it is different. You could say, um, you know, we really thought through the image that's important to you and to most of our hotel clients. You know, you can use things like that. And then you... um, you may have this if you have an example of a traditional rack, something they're expecting to see, mm-hmm. as opposed to what you do. Okay. Because sometimes they they have one thing in their mind. Right. And they're not in what you are talking. And so then the wording that you use needs to uh, kind of paint that picture for them. Right. And you can always point out the obvious of of what they don't want, you can say, I know that you may be you may be fearful of this, and this is how we handle that, how we control that. And you can even say, we like to align with companies that image is important to them. Let them know right up front that you don't want to be out there everywhere. You want to be, you know, you have addressed that early on. Right, and we want to be places that will benefit our customers yes so we want to be you know um that's for i love using image that's great sometimes we can overlook the best parts of what we do because we've heard it we know it um and we think everybody already can see the benefits because we're so sure of it we forget to share with others you're right, and and it's funny because <clears throat> you know, like, well, why wouldn't we manage it well, and why wouldn't we keep it clean? It's got our name on it. Why wouldn't we want to have good inventory so that we have a full? You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I think people don't. I think you're right. I think if we know it, but we have to we have to tell people. I guess yeah. so. Um, you can't assume. So, and I love using image because that's. And that's a big, it's a big deal to us and to that, and it's a big deal to them too. And especially with there being so many new hotels, again, people are, you know, fighting to stand out and it's a service that we provide for their, their guests. Yeah, that's great. So you can um, just, like I said, share with them, be upfront with what, if you feel they're hesitant, be upfront about why you're different. And uh, you can also maybe pick out, if you're there in person, you can pick out something special about their hotel that makes it a perfect match for your racks. If you can, you know, you can look around and, and maybe find something that, that you can see the quality really matters to them. And wow. you could say, um, our rack would fit in so well here. 
as I can say, you pay attention to detail. That's um, a place that we visited the other day. <clears throat> it wasn't a new property, but they had just done a huge refurb. And she was going around pointing out all of the detail to us. And mm -hmm. Because we're all of local legends and color schemes. And um, so that is, that's, is something that people take great pride in. And I think that if I can say it up front, Mm -hmm. Right, that'll get them listening that we're on the same page, I think. Yeah, because those people who are visiting them can sometimes take that for granted. Right. You know, they can, and, and to, for somebody to acknowledge, I see why you're different, is going to let them know you understand, you speak their language. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Okay, so this is kind of a different kind of, well, it's not really, but... So we are putting <clears throat> a specialized draft in our convention center. In our convention center, um, we have a small rack there right now. <clears throat> they just broke ground on a new bazillion dollar expansion with the governor and everything. And so we're going to have a rack there. We have it built. It's beautiful. It's, it is very specialized for them. And <clears throat> it will be a service in and of itself if we're going to be in this particular rack. So it, I think that there's a lot of folks that wouldn't be able to go into our full rack or our main, you know, Chatham County, our, our big footprint, but this would be an ideal place for them. And I think one of the, one of the main types of business would be restaurants. Um, because if people are at the convention center, they may not have time to go on a tour or go to a museum or, but they got to eat. Yeah. And so um, I need to be able to present to these, to these restaurants um, why this is a service that they should look into participating in, why they should want to be in this particular back. And a lot of them are people that we've gone to in the past that had no interest in our service in our, our main service, but this is a, a much more specialized service getting them in front of very focused people. Okay, that's great. So th I think this is how I would approach it. I would start with the people who uh, the other rec wasn't a good fit for them or they didn't feel like it was a good fit. And I would say, I have a new offering and it's so unique. I think it is perfect for you. And then explain just what you told me. We know that no matter who, you know, think about how awesome this is. You're going to have this in this convention center, and it is going to be targeted for people who are at conventions. So it's not going to be, they're not going to be distracted by other things. They're going to be, it's going to be a collaboration of things that people who are at conventions are going to be wanting to do and have time to do. So they're going to get kind of special attention here on this rack, along with other things that people are going to want to do but it's not going to be in the mix of people who are on a normal vacation. And you know what's great about that? People who come to conventions and find things they like always come back yeah. on their visits, uh, other visits on vacations, and you know what? They remember the places they visited during that convention. So wow. this may be their best opportunity to make a first impression. People, I would assume that people who come to conventions also have – more disposable income yes 
when they come back. Yes. And so um, think about the opportunity. I mean, it, it's a great opportunity to get in with the best tourists when they, you know, now and later when they come back. And when they're here, chances are they're spending someone else's money. Yes. Might spend it a little more freely. Oh, that's a great point, too. You can say there's probably some statistics on that about the average um, meal price of a convention, someone at a convention as opposed to just a family on vacation. And you don't, you know, you don't have to have, you know, big numbers for them, but you can you can just say, you know, it's it's a widely known fact that people who are at conventions have a bigger tab at the end of dinner, or however you want to say it, than than people who may be here looking for uh, just a family vacation. And you know, again, um, they have that opportunity to make that first impression and collect those those dollars in the beginning. I love that first impression. So you're going back to the people with that new offering and you're explaining why you thought of them. So it's it's not saying why you should buy, but it's saying this is what made me think of you. And then that relates to why I think you should buy. <laughs> but they can do that adding, adding up themselves. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Thank you. All right. You got something else? I think those are my biggies today. You always have great questions. I talk a lot. <laughs> and I love that. Thank you. I appreciate it. This is great. Um, this is great. All right. Well, it has been super visiting with you and going um, through, through some questions and some different scenarios. You know, I always love that. Um and I appreciate you so much, your patience with me. Podcasting is new for me. No, I so. love this. <laughs> Great. No, I'm, I'm honored to be on. So my guests are going to love to hear about you and Savannah from your perspective, because I always <laughs> do. And, uh, you know, I always imagine Lily Poulter at the, <laughs> at the produce stand. At the produce stand. <laughs> <laughs> when you come and see the produce stand, you'll see that it is my Lily Poulter. <laughs> Good produce. But I will know where to go for all the best brochures. (laughs) See? (laughs) I appreciate you so much. You have a great week. All right. Thanks, you too. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Laura always has such great questions. I love chatting with her in our monthly group coaching calls. If you love this podcast as much as I did, please head over to your favorite platform and share. Thank you.